0: Hey, everybody, it's episode 296 of PodQuest. Hello. Hey! It's Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. I am Chris. With me is Walnut. Hi, I'm here. And returning after a few weeks away,
1: Druten. Yo, work is crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah, man, the fact the fact that you had, like, mandatory overtime getting thrown at you at, like, 2 in the afternoon is kind of fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, that well, so, like, that first week I missed, it was, like... When we had gotten sent to be 100% work from home, nobody going into the office at all, we left with the impression that it was five hours of overtime a week. So, an extra hour a day, whatever. But then on, like, the Wednesday of that week, they were like, oh, no, we need you to work ten hours of overtime a week. And I'm like, "All right, well... I've only worked eight hour like maybe eight and a half hours a day earlier in the week, so I guess I'm working a twelve hour day today to make up for some of this. Oh, and that's, then that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like that week I wound up working a twelve, an eleven, a nine, and then five hours on Saturday, then five hours on Sunday, four tens and a nine, or something like that. So I had a hundred and ten hours on that paycheck.
2: That's ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's not bad though. <laughs> no,
1: that's true. And then like I have 37 hours this week already. It's Wednesday. <laughs> wow. Yep.
2: Hey, you're bringing it. You're bringing in some good money. You know, if they uh if they need to like bring any additional people in, um
1: uh, there there are openings <laughs> if you want to apply.
2: I uh, I'll send you my resume cuz I'm just doing yard work. And playing Animal Crossing and beating Final Fantasy VII in a weekend. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The we live in a weird time right now, guys. Oh yeah. Oh, I was on the TV today.
2: Oh. Yeah, I was on the news. Um, about three weeks ago. I know when it was because I've only gone food shopping twice since quarantine started, and the first time I wasn't wearing a mask. The second time I was. So the first time I went food shopping, apparently. Some news station was at the Wegmans and I was on there and you can tell, absolutely tell it was me. Uh, My parents sent me a picture of it. Let me see if I could tell what news. No, there's no taglines or anything. It's just a picture of me. It's my back, but it's with my uh, super red Eagles hoodie. So you can tell it's me. Um, But yeah, it's, it's weird times, but we've got some news and other stuff we can talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to also buy things in animal crossing, As we're getting the show started, um, I'm over on Richie's Island trying to buy things. Yes. But um, the fucking Able Sisters shop doesn't let you buy more than one thing at a time for any given body part? That drives me nuts because,
2: like, you're buying... Today on my island, there was, like, Naruto Ninja masks, basically. Like, uh, and I... There's, what, eight of them? So you have to go in and out and buy eight... Go in and out eight different times to buy each color of the mask. It it, it drives
0: me nuts. Yeah, like, I'm not going to buy every color of the mask, just the ones that I want. Because, like, frankly, I'm sure eventually they will pop up in my store. Yeah. But, you know, like, it'll be nice to to have them so that I can run around as a ninja. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole, the, the way, I mean, we've talked about it before. Like, some of the way that they just designed the systems are just, they're frustrating, to say the least. Yeah. Um. But, onward to news. Yes. Um. Got a little bit of comic book stuff to to start things out um dc announced two different things so first thing is they are going to expand their digital first offering which digital first was basically it it wasn't like their main books like it wasn't batman it wasn't superman it wasn't the flash um it was like books with those characters in it like side stories additional content um the the batman animated series continues Book that's being done right now is a digital first. Yeah. So basically like once a month or whatever they would release a chapter of the book and then after enough of it was released they would publish it as like a trade or whatever. Um, they are actually moving that whole initiative to be seven days a week. So every day there will be a chapter of a digital first book hitting digital platform.
2: Nice. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, it, and then it, it gives people things to do right now because there's not really a
0: lot to do. Exactly, exactly. Um, But to go along with that, they also announced that starting next week on the 28th, they are going to start shipping physical comic books again. Um, They got a distributor? So they found some way to distribute. I don't know exactly how, because Diamond, um, who is like the main distributor that we've talked about before, doesn't think that they will be in any position to start sending physical books out again. Excuse me. Until the middle of May. Okay. So... But yeah, DC found a way to at least get limited quantities of books to physical stores, and then they're also going to be releasing those books digitally, like they always have. Um, it looks like they're going to actually start doing it on Tuesday, whereas New Comic Book Day was traditionally Wednesday. Yeah. But I think the idea with Tuesday is that's when bookstores get put out their new books. Yeah. So it kind of falls in line with that because they're they're probably working with similar distribu- distributors to like what like a bookstore would use. Yeah. Um. I mean, for us, it doesn't make a huge impact. Um, all of our comic book stores are closed because they're not essential business.
2: Well, word is at least some stores in Oakland are allowed to open soon. Or Really? Yeah. Um, we have a friend who is a dog groomer. She opened up a shop in uh, Oakland, and she got a letter today from the police saying that she's allowed to open up uh, when she's ready. Yeah,
0: because I know grooming salons were actually shut down entirely for a yeah. while there.
2: Yeah, they're because they're not they're non-essential.
0: Yeah, but even so, even salons inside of pet yeah. stores were shut yeah. down.
2: Yeah,
0: because um, one of my friends works at the Petco, and they shut down like three weeks ago, four weeks ago.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, so it it's cool that DC is getting back out there with books. Um. One of their big titles, Batman ninety two. They've already decided to push back till June. I think that was supposed to be out. If that wasn't due out next week, it was due out this week. Okay. Um. But. Yeah, they're going to push that back till June in the hopes that by that time, distribution is at least back to some semblance of normal. Yeah. um, Where they can get it to as many stores as possible. Because Batman right now has been leading up to the Joker War, which, not entirely sure what that's going to entail, but Joker has been popping up in a bunch of different Batman-related books. Yeah. Yeah. and they're introducing a new character that is basically gonna be the new Harley Quinn. Okay. Um, called Oh fuck, what is that character called? It's like a, a clown joke reference, and I can't think of what her name is, but she she's dressed kinda like a clown too, and she's apparently like Joker's new minion. Oh. And that's like cool. her fir- they've been teasing her for a while and her first appearance is supposed to be Batman ninety two. So that's gonna be probably a, a big ish book when it does finally drop. Yeah. Still no word on Marvel. Not sure when like Marvel and Image are going to start getting their books back out there, even if it's just in a digital form, or any of the other publishers: IDW, Boom, Archie, yeah. Valiant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, at, at least some, at least at least we're seeing some movement with that.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And like, I don't I don't buy a lot of DC books. So, well, I should say I don't buy a lot of physical DC books. Um, a couple of them I buy digitally, and some of them I get from like um, media distribution. Uh, but it'll be nice to have those books available again and for people to be able to buy them and follow the stories. And hopefully the comic book industry doesn't fucking collapse on itself.
2: Yeah. That's, that's the biggest scare right now is, is it going to collapse on itself? Are, um, the, the shop's going to be totally shut down after all this. Um, hopefully not.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know there are parts of the country where stores are actually still open and they're doing like curbside pickups and stuff like that. Um, we happen to live in such a hot bedded area that like they're just not open at all, and they yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's like I, I saw a thing that um GameStop might be opening up stores in certain parts of the country for curbside again. Okay. Yeah. So you know, at least my my biggest hope right now as a comic book fan is just that the stores that stores can kind of bounce back from this because like it's not like most of these comic book shops had a huge like revenue to begin with. Like they were they were kind of going week by week. In a lot of cases, unless you were in like, like Midtown Comics is an exception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a handful of those stores all over the country. But like, in a lot of cases, like, you know, they're week by week. Their Their employees are usually like the person that owns it and maybe like one or two part timers. Yeah. So, you know, without without comic books, how are they going to make movies? I mean, TV that's, shows. That's,
2: that's true. Like uh,
0: Hollywood's going to collapse. <laughs> I, they,
2: they might need original ideas. Oh, man. Man, they
0: haven't had an original idea since 1989.
2: Probably right.
0: Um, But yeah, so comic books are at least starting to come back. Uh, But other than that, comic book related, I guess I should say. Talking about
2: comic book movies.
0: Yeah, it's comic book adjacent. So um, Venom 2 has had its date moved. It's now going to hit theaters June 25th, 2021. What was the original date? Um, I think it was like October, November of this year or or maybe earlier next year i honestly don't remember yeah but um but it's all we also have the the official title it's venom let there be carnage i okay don't i don't hate
2: it but i don't love it why not i just don't know how i feel about that subtitle like I, i i like the play on let there be carnage and blah 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 but i'm like i don't know it could have been cooler I don't know. I, like I mean, it. It.
1: it could have been Maximum Carnage, so it could have been. But that's a very sp- specific thing, too. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: as cool as a Maximum Carnage movie would be, they have to first um... establish Carnage. <laughs> no, no, because Carnage was or... established through Maximum Carnage. Oh, okay. Well, not established, but like, yeah, like Carnage came came about right around that era. But no, they had to establish Spider-Man and Venom in the same universe. Oh, uh, true. Which
2: which they have potentially with Morbius.
0: No, because I think that's a that's strictly a Sony production. Just Um, like Venom.
2: But uh um what's his name? Um Falcon or not Falcon. Um Vulture is in Morbius.
0: Like um Michael Keaton?
2: Michael Keaton's in Morbius.
0: As the Vulture.
2: Yes. Huh. Okay yeah, if you hadn't seen that trailer. They, he, he is in it as the Vulture, or as that character. You
0: yeah, um, know, I, I didn't watch the Morbius trailer, actually, now that I think about it.
2: it. It it looks really good. Um, So, at least Morbius is in the same universe as an EMC. But that, <sighs> that does ask, we don't know about Venom yet. Venom hasn't really established it.
0: I mean, they have kind of said before that Venom isn't part of it. Yeah. And that they weren't going to cross him over. But who knows with the way that stuff keeps sort of flipping and flopping. Yeah, true. Also, I am almost done purchasing.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> it's so ridiculous purchasing clothes. I hate it. So yeah. while you're uh, purchasing stuff, we'll, we'll we'll skip number five, go to number six. I was and, about to yeah. actually suggest that. Um, over this past week, actually, just yesterday, uh, I was looking for something to watch, and I started watching Punisher season two. Which and
0: and how have you liked it?
2: It's not bad. Like I watched the first episode of, like when it around when it first came out over at a friend's house, but I never, like, finished watching it, and I, I liked it, and I like it a little bit more than I liked season one,
0: um, I can see that, because season two is with the girl, right, yes, right, okay, I just, it's been a while, so I was trying to make sure I had it yeah. straight. Se-
2: season two has the girl, um, I just, I, 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 I like it, I, I, I don't like how, like, they have two different stories going on at the same time, um, what was the
0: second story, just, I, I'm drawing a blank.
2: Well, so it's the girl, and she's running from the people who, uh, basically the Rev. I guess that's supposed to be the Rev. I looked him up. Um, and then they have the stuff with Billy going on as well. And I'm like, you know, you could have just left him out.
0: I just got booted off your island.
2: Oh, my Switch turned off.
0: It's cool. I finished purchasing stuff. I was just about to talk to Sw- to Kix.
2: Okay. Um, I'll turn it back on after we're done. Okay. But... It, yeah, the second story is with Billy and, and, uh, Jigsaw. And I'm just like, you know, this is, this is kind of, I don't like the Billy stuff. So far, I'm five episodes in on, and like, he's, he's, he's escaped from the hospital, but he's living with his, um, creepy, uh, psychiatrist who I feel like is just gonna basically become the MCU's version of Harley Quinn. And she's like falling for him.
0: No, so that, that stuff goes in, in a in an interesting direction. I actually, I don't remember all of it, but I do actually remember enjoying kind of how they handled that.
2: It seems like he's going to start building an army again. That The last episode I watched, he was at a bar with uh, somebody who was in the veterans group that uh, the guy runs and yeah. they're having drinks and shook hands. It seems like they're going to form like a, a, a militia or something like that. But I just, the, the two stories are too disjointed and And I wish like I hope they either bring them together nicely or they don't intersect too much like i like they're they're too too much too different from each other that it's just like it kind of takes me out just a little bit
0: yeah i mean i I can understand that, but I did actually I really enjoyed season two more more so than season one,
2: yeah, season one was good, but season two so far is better. I, I'm just I, I'm keeping hopeful that like that the story like connects better.
0: Yeah. And so and it does.
2: I yeah. It definitely does. And uh, what's his name? John Bernthal. So good. So oh, good. Oh, he is such He's, a good
1: Punisher. Yeah. That so... was good casting.
2: Yeah. Like I, and and I I get that Shane from him from time to time, and occasionally he does have that southern accent. I don't know if it's by accident or on purpose. But he is just such a good casting for Frank Castle that I'm like, I, I, wow, I'm just I'm floored by him. <laughs> like the best scene was when he hired Turk to go talk to the Russians to tell the Russians that they had the pictures and whatever for the guy. And then Turk calls him and is like, we'll meet at my place. And he he knows it's a trap. So he goes to the Russians and fights him and kind of gets his ass kicked. But obviously he's the Punisher, he always gets his ass kicked, but then kicks their ass. Goes back to the house, and the girl and turns around and like starts putting like his jacket away, and the girl's like, so how'd it go? And he turns around, just covered in blood, two thumbs up, like, yeah. And she's like, alright, I wonder what it's like when it goes bad. And then he walks away and cleans up.
0: I was like, that is amazing. That is so good. Yeah, I, I kind of actually want to go back and re-watch the Punisher, the two scenes at some point, because they really were they yeah. were especially good versions of what kind of those Netflix shows should and could be. Yeah.
2: I think what I'm going to do after I finish with Punisher I'm going to watch Jessica Jones 3 and then I might rewatch all of them in order of release just yeah. to like relive them, I guess.
0: Oh man, I just realized I never finished season 3 of Jessica Jones.
2: I I didn't like season 2 so I didn't even really care to start it. See
0: so season 3 was good. Drew can Dr- Drew can tell you.
2: Yeah. Did- Totally. (laughs) You didn't watch season three, Drew?
0: Nope. Oh. Did you watch season one? No. (laughs) Did you at least see, like, a trailer or, like, a preview or something for it at some point?
1: Which thing are we talking about again? Jessica Jones? Uh, I'm sure I saw the trailer for the original season. That's probably about all I've seen. That's, look, that's something.
2: Yeah. Like, like Uh, Jessica Jones season one was so good, but season two was just so bad in my opinion at least. Like you know I know a lot of people really like season 2. I just thought it was not as good. It was not as good as like the rest of them. And, and to me it was on par. Even though I enjoyed season 1 of Iron Fist, I understand that it wasn't ne- it wasn't that great and I feel yeah, like no, that
0: that that was the weakest season I think of any of the shows.
2: I feel <laughs> like season 2 of of uh Jessica Jones was just as weak
0: i mean no like season two of jessica jones was weak but i think iron fist was the weaker but like both so iron fist redeemed itself 120 percent with season two yeah yeah and um jessica jones season three the the first half of it at least i actually enjoyed a whole bunch
2: yeah that's what i heard season three like picked it up and
0: yeah like like, it's it's still not like it's not and really the Saying it this way is more for Drew than anything else. It's not a superhero show. None of yeah. these are no. like Iron Fist is the closest thing to a superhero show,
2: but it's not even really a superhero
0: show. It's a kung fu show, exactly. But I, I guess because even Daredevil, Daredevil is the one that like on the outside looks the most like a superhero show.
2: Yeah, but it,
0: it's like it, so it, it almost never is.
2: So it's like Daredevil is more noir, uh, or, or no, uh, Jessica Jones is noir. Daredevil is like. I don't know what you would consider Daredevil. Yeah, I'm not sure how
0: how to classify that one either.
2: Um, uh, uh, um but yeah, uh, Iron Fist would be kung fu. Punisher is just straight up action, not really superhero, but it's yeah. like it's more—it's a dude act- with a
0: gun shooting yeah. people in the face. Um, so <laughs> <it's> then, Punisher,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How would you uh, do, Luke Cage? What would you call Luke Cage?
0: I mean, Luke Cage is really just like a drama, like, yeah. There really isn't a ton of action, and, like, Luke Cage is just indestructible, so, like, his fights aren't really fights. Like, yeah. like when you, like, when there's, like, a fight in, it's, and Jessica Jones is the same way. When there's a fight in, like, Daredevil, it's a very, like, choreographed thing. Yeah. Um. When there's a fight in Luke Cage, it's really just him getting punched in the face, and then the other guy getting hurt. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. I just, I hate how well all those shows ended. And that we're not going to get any more from it.
0: Yeah. I yeah, that, so that is much. a huge bummer.
2: Because, like like we said, season two of Iron Fist ended so beautifully. Season three of Luke Cage? Was it season three?
0: No, it was only season two. Luke, se- Cage. Season two Luke Cage of Luke and Iron Cage. Fist only got two seasons.
2: Yeah. Season so did two. Punisher. Yeah. But Punisher was, like, a very late addition because of Daredevil, so.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Punisher was not on the original slate of shows.
2: No. But like season 2 of Luke Cage ended so well from what I hear season 3 of Jessica Jones is really good. Um it just it sucks how awesome they all ended and we're never going to see them or at least not for like another 2 3 years.
0: But by that point we're not going to see them in the same um iteration.
2: No, not at all.
0: It's going to be a different a different cast, a different series or movies or however they decide to go. Yeah. Um but Anyway, so, the thing that we skipped before, um, I started watching Dr. Stone, which, Rich, are you are you familiar with that at all?
2: I have heard of it. It is an anime, um, I know, like, I know next to nothing about it, except right. that it's called Dr. Stone, and it looks kind of ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so, we only watched, I think, the first two or three episodes. hmm Um, the entire series gets, or at least, like, the premise of the series gets set up in the first two minutes. Um, they're high school kids, because it's anime. <laughs> um... And this one guy is getting ready to tell a girl that he likes her. Yeah. And then everybody in the world gets turned to stone. Okay. But they're still conscious. So like there's like a 30 second clip of time passing as this kid in his head just keeps talking to himself over and over again, like determining himself that he's going to get out of this and tell this girl that he likes her. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't know that everybody turned to stone. He just know that he turns. Okay. Um, and he has no concept of how long it's really been. Um, it ends up being 3,700 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 3,700? Yeah. Um, and, like, his best friend, who is the, the, like, title character, I guess you'd call him, or the, like, the, the image on, like, all of the artwork. It's, like, the, the green, white, spiky-haired kid. Yeah. Um, he's a genius. And he also survives and gets out of the, the stone before his friend. Not really sure how either of them got out of there, other than possibly willpower. Yeah. Um, but... He actually just counted the entire time, while also thinking of other things, but count, counted the seconds the entire time to keep track of time, which is how he knew it's been 3,700 years. Oh, my God. Um, he also manages to, like, invent a solution that actually turns people back into people. Okay. But it seems like it's kind of hard to, to make. Um, so, in the first two episodes, it's basically him and his friend are both, like, freed from the stone, um, and then they're getting ready to free the girl— that he likes, but um, th- he decides he- they need to, like, the the not-genius decides they need to carry her body, her stone body back, because all the- all of them, all of their clothes disintegrated, because it's been 3,000 years. Yeah, Cl- Clothes didn't turn to stone, just people. Okay. Um, and in the process, they get attacked by a pride of lions, because why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, and in, o- in order to combat the lions, they pour the solution that gets rid of the stone on this, like, other kid they found, who was apparently just the strongest high school kid in Japan, and <laughs> he wakes up and proceeds to punch the, the 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 male lion in the face and kill it in a single punch. Okay. Like wakes up, the genius kid tells him what's going on, and like he just stands up and punches the lion in the face, and it dies, and all the other lions run away.
2: I love anime. I love yeah. it so much.
0: Yeah. Then he then he skins the lion and starts wearing its its uh, pelt as like a coat. Okay. Because, like, he literally says he's like, this lion didn't do anything wrong so, like, we're not going to let his death go in vain. I'm going to use as much of it as I can.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense.
0: But I... By the end of the the first or second episode, whatever it was, um, I get the distinct impression that he is going to end up being an 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 antagonist. He is drawn kind of that way but also just, like, his ideals are kind of butting against the other two characters so I just have a feeling that that in the first like few episodes there's going to be some sort of split there and he's going to be some sort of like antagonist to them yeah but it it's, it's an interesting show and like definitely a a different type of concept
2: yeah i've the the trailers i've seen of I've, I've been like that seems interesting i don't know what it is but it seems interesting i want to watch it so i'll i'll probably give it like maybe check it out this weekend or when I'm done Punisher before I go to Jessica Jones
0: yeah Um, I know it's on Funimation I'm not sure if it's on like Hulu or anything it
2: is on Hulu I've seen it on Hulu
0: well there you go yeah I was we finished that Fire Force show because it it was only one 24 episode season yeah I was gonna put on there's that show Demon Slayer I
2: I have heard of that yes
0: I don't really know anything about that either but it's super popular but um the dub's not available anywhere no no so it, it looks like it's airing on Cartoon Network so that's why you can't get the dub anywhere yeah. Um and Erica and um, I mean me too like we've been playing Animal Crossing so much that it's kind of hard to also read a TV show. Yeah. Um but yeah it's a pretty cool show so far and I- I'm interested to sort of see where it goes. So Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I I I'll try to check it out but you know me and watching stuff I probably won't.
0: Yeah, you're really bad at it.
2: I am. Hence why I'm watching Punisher season 2. Was it 2 years after it came out?
0: Yeah, something like that
2: year and a half after it came out something like that
0: i think it's been about two years i think i think february was two years probably because i'm pretty sure it was um february 2018 is when season two came out yeah so good job Thanks. <laughs> um so guys pax the penny arcade expo yes apparently they're still planning on having pax west in, in on labor day weekend that's september right last or week not. of august first week yeah. of september sort of thing
2: so i don't I I understand them holding off postponing it. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. Like, there's no sense canceling it or, or like, saying you're not going to have it. It makes sense to be like, look, we're going to do it unless we can't. (laughs) Like, I I get it.
0: But at the same time, San Diego Comic-Con is before it. They canceled. Gamescom is after it. They canceled. Nobody three months from now, four months from now, is going to want to get jammed into a convention center. With 30,000 other people. Yeah, I mean, true, but... It's also kind of, like, not disrespectful is the wrong word, inconsiderate of the city of Seattle. Like, uh, if Seattle is open in August or September, you're going to then expect, you know, thousands upon thousands of people to all converge on one small section of Seattle. Because that's what happens when these shows hit. Like, everyone just kind of gets, like, funneled together, and that's that.
2: Yeah, but like I'm sure
0: they'll cancel it if they have to I mean most likely I have a feeling they are going to cancel it it's just like they put up this tweet of hey guys we're still happening get yeah. your badges
2: yeah i mean they're i i don't i don't blame them for being like look we're still happening just keep an eye out for us
0: i do i blame them
2: i i, I they're they're trying to trying to be a business and make money still so
0: Reed Pop makes plenty of money
2: oh yeah absolutely i'm sure
0: but like right. honestly, like they should honestly just cancel all of the show show. Excuse me, shows for the year. Um, just nobody's nobody's gonna want to go to these things. They're not gonna have the attendance used to.
2: Yeah, I, I I understand that 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 thought. But like, what if a month from now somehow? I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not saying anybody's saying it's gonna happen. But what if a month from now the virus just straight up dies? And it's no longer around
0: anymore. So we should still err on the side of caution and not put thousands and thousands of people into a small enclosed room together for three or four days. That are then going to then spread out and go back to their own states.
2: Well, I, Yes, if if the virus is just slowed down. But I'm saying we don't know if, that's, if the virus is going to slow down. We don't know if the virus is going to stop. Exactly, we don't but- know what's going to happen. So... If I were planning something that were in September, I would wait until June-July to figure out whether or not I'm going to keep holding it. I like, don't know. I just I, think
0: it's I, shitty. I, uh, Go
2: I ahead. don't think so. I, I don't think it's shitty. I think it's it's business. It's a business planning. Like, like PAX Unplugged is probably still planned for October.
0: Like Yeah, no. I, it, 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 I have not seen anything for it to be canceled. Yeah. And it, If they're not canceling PAX West, they're certainly not going to cancel the one that's yeah. later in the year.
2: Yeah, it's... I, I don't think it's shitty unless it comes to September. The virus is still rampant and they're still like, oh, we're going to hold this anyway.
0: But see, like, even if the virus isn't rampant, like, there's no, we're not going to have a vaccine for it anytime soon. Like, people do not have the antibodies. Even if it seems like nobody is getting it, people always get sick at conventions. If somebody yeah. just happens to still be carrying it, yeah. And like, when when you, you're, you sh- so I, I forget if I actually mentioned this to you guys or not. But there was a um a comp- like a bio firm conference thing in Boston back in like february march um it was you know several hundred people in like a small like hotel conference sort of thing um eighty seven percent of them had ended up with uh coronavirus yeah because yeah. because it was you know five hundred people in a small room together for three days
2: yeah i like I understand that, but that was during the initial onset like I, I just, I don't know, I don't think it's shitty to plan for, to have a plan for if if we can still have this type of thing.
0: Well, I don't like your opinion, and I think it's wrong.
1: I, How about that? I <laughs> mean, the issue is the, the business of it, and the in all likelihood, Reed Pop has an insurance policy on the event getting cancelled that they can only get the claim on... If the city of Seattle cancels the event on them, not if they say, oh, nope, we're not doing it. Isn't so, that kind of
0: like what happened with the WWE with like yes, WrestleMania it, it's, it's or something exactly like that? Yes, it's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's why they didn't can- cancel WrestleMania from being in Tampa until like four weeks before it. Because the city of Tampa didn't cancel it because the city of Tampa also had an insurance policy for it. And both sides were trying to get the money from their insurance policy. So, but they could only cash out if the other canceled.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's stuff like that's super weird. But ha- have you guys, by chance, seen all of
0: the, like what Wizard World is doing? No, I haven't looked at anything Wizard World is doing in like ten years. <laughs> so I just I see the ads and stuff for it on like Facebook and Twitter. Um, they're doing virtual experiences. <laughs> so, they're getting, like, the casts of different shows or movies to do, like, live streams at, from okay. their homes. Where th- that part is actually free. Like, like they'll do, like, a oh. Q&A panel for free. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, that's cool. But then they are selling, um, like, one-on-one chats, autographs, like, recorded video messages, stuff like that. Which also, like, is not, like, the worst thing. That, like, it's actually a smart business plan. Like, they cannot do their normal shows, so they are finding, like, celebrities that are willing and able to do this sort of thing, and it's honestly, like, I've looked at the prices, they're not that far off from, say, like, the autograph that you get at, like, a Wizard World or, like, a New York Comic Con anyway, and you might have, like, a five-minute conversation with them via Skype.
2: So, when you say free, when it comes to Wizard World, how
0: much is it actually? No, so, like, they're streaming it directly on their Facebook page and some other places. How much do you have to pay
2: to follow their Facebook page? <laughs> uh, it, it's Wizard World. I'm sure you're going to have to pay something for these free things.
0: Well, so the only thing that's free is the, the Q&A. Yeah. So if, like, you want to just sit and, like, listen to, like, the cast of, like, Supernatural or the Magicians or something like that talk, then, like, you're, you're solid. If you actually want to, like, interact or get an autograph then you have to pay and, like, wait in, like, a virtual queue like you would in the convention. <laughs> yeah. But at least you can do it, like, from the comfort of your own home and watch TV while you're waiting.
2: Yeah. Instead of just, like, <clears throat> standing
0: in, like, a tight little line with, like, 200 other people waiting. Yeah. Because we all know those lines smell bad.
2: Oh, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. those, everything about those things.
0: And, like, that—that that is one of the prime reasons why I think, like, packs should be canceled. People aren't hygienic. Like, people that go to those shows are gross. They don't shower for three days. They don't wash their hands. They don't wear deodorant. Not not everybody. There are plenty of people that, like, follow common decency and hygiene protocol. Yeah. But, like, you're in one of those rooms, and when you can smell 90% of the people in there, that's a problem.
2: It is. It is a terrible
0: problem. So, Drew. Yes. Since Sarah is getting the Switch Lite. Yes. Um, are you going to be using it at all, Deke? You- um, probably not. How about now that they announce what the final I- update for Super Mario
1: Maker 2 is? <laughs> I did see that. And, like, Mario Maker 2 is, like, the game that I want on the Switch, still. I just don't know how stuff works with potentially moving stuff off that to a regular Switch if we were to get one. Like, if I make a bunch of levels on there, can I keep making them on a different Switch later? Hang on a second.
0: I I can't definitively answer this for you but let me see if my saves for Mario Maker are backed up. Um, I just have to remember where to go for that. So talk amongst, talk amongst yourselves.
1: Because, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to start a whole bunch of stuff and then have to do a lot of it over again. Which makes sense. We, yeah, <laughs> we do. We'll, we'll see how Sarah likes just having the light and then it might just be a moot point and it doesn't matter. But we're still considering the idea of, also getting a regular Switch. Like, so you'd have two, like, a light yeah. and a regular? Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so, my Mario Maker 2 data is all backed up to the cloud. Okay. So, if you... Like, you would you would make your own Nintendo account for the Switch. Right. Um, you would sign into the Switch on, like, your own Switch, let's say. Um, and then you should be able to just download that content, assuming you, you got the Nintendo subscription. Right. Which, honestly, like, it's... if you got... Mm-hmm. If you guys want want it and you want the family plan, um, give me like five bucks and I'll add you to our family plan. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: the, the family plan is great. I pay um, what is it, thirty five a year? Yeah, I pay um, because I have a full eight people. So coming September, it, it's thirty five divided by eight. That's what I pay for a year. Um, so like slightly less under than four dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's under five dollars for a year because I've got a full family plan set up
0: yeah like i pay for the family plan because it's me and erica but like for real if you guys and like nintendo doesn't discourage no if you guys want to be on if you guys want the online service so that you can do the um like the nintendo and super nintendo games and the cloud saves and all Mm -hmm. just let me know i can add let me know whatever your account names are and i should be able to just add them to the account and you'll get those benefits
2: yeah um but back to mario maker 2 they 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 They've added a whole a, bunch. Yeah. A, is, a free final update? This is the last one? Yeah. It, it is,
0: like, only the second one, for one thing. Um, but, yeah, so this is apparently the final update for Mario Maker 2, which there's a different discussion to be had about sort of the disservice that Nintendo did this game after the the success of the first one. Mm-hmm. But this final update actually looks pretty cool. Um, so they're adding a Super Mario Bros. 2 mushroom, which... If you, get, if you use it, you get it. It turns you into Mario from the U.S. Super Mario Bros. 2. Which means you can jump on enemies and items and ride them and pick them up. So okay. so you can jump on a bullet... So, like, right now, if, like, you jump on a bullet bill, you just bounce off of them.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: With this, you can jump on a bullet bill and ride them across the screen. Um, same thing, like, you can pick up a Goomba and throw the Goomba... Um, you can pick up snowballs apparently in snow theme stages and throw them at blocks. Okay. Like, um, so like cool stuff like that. That's they're also, sweet. They're also along the same lines of Mario Brothers Two, adding a cursed key that unlocks Phanto. If you pick up the key, Phanto starts chasing.
2: You. Is that the that mask thing?
0: Yep. Okay. So my question for all of this, and I know you guys can't answer it, why the fuck didn't they just add a Super Mario Brothers Two tile set? There's there's literally a space in the menu. Of like where, where you pick your tile sets where it's Mario it's Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers three, Super Mario World, and um su- new Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and then there's other tile sets and that's where 3D world is. And there's a big empty fucking spot right next to 3D World mm-hmm. where like Super Mario Brothers 2 would've fit there perfectly. And they already showed that they're willing to do a tile set that is not um, compatible with any other tile set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that part's infuriating. Um to to answer my own question, um, I did. I think it was on the BombCast, Maybe they talked about it. That apparently Nintendo may have potentially been working on a tile set for Mario Brothers Two and scrapped it. I do think they mentioned that on that, the BombCast.
2: That would make sense. Which um, would also
0: kind of line up with why they're adding a few Mario Brothers Two features. They probably had some of that stuff already done. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. they're adding what they have done and realizing that maybe they don't want to support this game as much as they supported the original. That they're just gonna with this final update give them give you what they have and be done with it.
0: Yeah, um, but some of the other stuff they're adding. They're adding the frog suit for swimming and running on water. Mm-hmm. They're adding the pea balloon from Mario World, and I I don't remember if it was in three or not, but it's the balloon that you grab and makes Mario float. Um, they're adding the acorn, which makes you the flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what Boomerang. is that from the acorn? It's, it's either Mario Bros. 3D World or New Super Mario Bros. Okay. I think
2: it's 3D World. I'm not sure.
0: Um, and they're, they're adding the um, the boomerang flower so that you get the boomerang. Yeah. They're all they're also adding some new wearables, which um, the ones they showed are 3D World only. But it's a a cannon box that lets you shoot cannonballs, including like a Mega Man charge shot, <laughs> nice. um, a propeller and pal block, which do exactly what you'd think. Propeller block makes you like be able to float three times, and the POW block makes you be able to just constantly POW things. Okay. Um, there's a Goomba mask that turns you into a Goomba, and enemies won't attack you, and if you crouch walk, you actually hobble back and forth like a Goomba. <laughs> um, and then there's a bullet bill um, mask, suit, whatever, that actually lets you fly like a jet. Yeah.
2: Huh.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, they're also adding all seven Koopalings. Okay. so... Iggy, Ludwig, all the other ones. Um, and then probably the biggest thing they're doing... Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. Um, they're adding the Mecha Koopas from Super Mario World, the things that Bowser throws okay. at you.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: they're adding different variants of it. So there's the regular ones, there's red ones that I think either shoot fire or bombs or something, um, and then there's a nighttime version of it that fly, if I remember correctly. Um, and then they're they're adding on-off trampolines. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, you'll hit it you'll hit an on-off switch and it'll make the trampoline either bouncy or not. Yeah. Um and then they're adding worlds. Yeah so you can actually create thing. your own world. It's gonna be up to eight you can have up to eight worlds to make like a full game. Um and I think it's eight levels in a world, including like a castle at the end. Uh you can add, you know, elevation, bonus stages, pipes to take you to like islands with other levels on it, like all sorts of you know things that you things that you would have done in like Super Mario Brothers three or Super Mario Brothers World, where they had like you know the world maps that you would like wander across. Yeah. So you can like theme things. You can make things that are all cave, and the world map for it is like a cave. You can make it, you know, just a regular overworld, what have you. Um, you can add elevation with ladders and bridges and shit. Like it's it's actually super cool the way that they kind of like did that. And yeah. And like that alone could add a whole different level to that game for people that are really good at making levels. Yeah,
2: that's that that like that's pretty sweet. They're like throwing that in this way like it it puts a lot of replayability, I guess, because hey, now now I can make 64 wor- levels see if somebody can beat my super hard levels that need very specific minute movements for each one. And I I mean, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's actually that uh, that is easily one of the most requested features. Yeah, and like it's cool that they added it, even though it's it's the last addition they're making to the game.
2: Yeah, and uh, this all comes out today. So yeah,
0: yeah, it, it launched today, April twenty second. Yeah. Um. So by the time this is out, it's all it'll be out and available for all you Switch owners. Nice. And Drew, you'll be able to to play it if and when you get <laughs> uh Super Mario Maker two. Mm-hmm. Just do yourself a favor. Wh- whether you get it. Um, with the Switch Lite or get it later with, like, a regular Switch, um, buy yourself some sort of stylus that goes with it. Yeah, so I've um, heard. It, the game, it is much easier to make levels, especially when you're doing things like um, laying ground and stuff, with a stylus than it is with the, the just controls. No, mm-hmm. oh, the,
2: the touchscreen on a Switch sucks. When I try to type out messages in Animal Crossing, I forget that I can just use my phone. And I'm sitting there trying to type for forever using the touchscreen, and it just never hits. It probably, uh, let's say, three out of five times, it hits the button I want. The other two times, I have to erase back, which then it that's another three out of five potential that I might not actually hit the backspace. So I have to hit the backspace twice. It, it might just be my fat fingers, but the touchscreen sucks.
0: Yeah, I don't have that many problems, but it's it's still not a great touchscreen. Yeah. Um, but for Mario Maker using a stylus, the stylus is generally very responsive and works well for, you know, dragging across the screen to, like, lay down the ground or something like that. Or if you're yeah. trying to fill an area in with something. It's it's way easier than, like, having to use the, the buttons on the controller. Yeah. Um, moving on to a little more Nintendo-related stuff. Uh, there, Animal Crossing has its April update coming up soon. I am so happy we're getting bushes.
2: <laughs> like, I'm so glad they're finally... Well, not finally. It's only been a month. But I'm so glad we're getting bushes cuz like I want them.
0: Yeah, so there's going to be a sloth that sells bushes. Um I'm wondering if if they'll be like berry bushes? Like That's that's what it looked like
2: in the thing or no. It wasn't berry bushes. It was different kind of flower bushes.
0: Yeah, but I'm just I'm curious if at some point they will add berry bushes where like I I mean like they'll probably end up being like strawberry bushes or something silly like that that don't actually grow on bushes. Yeah. But it would still be neat if you can like pick that sort of stuff off of something. Yeah. Uh, Probably, but you
2: might be able to pick the flowers off the bush.
0: Yeah. The one thing I couldn't quite figure out. Just I I, I watched the, the video yesterday. Um Are the bushes only part of the Nature Day event? Or are we going to be able to buy the bushes? I'm
2: hoping like... I'm hoping they're like general DIY crafting. I didn't actually get a chance to watch the um the video. I just saw what everyone else is talking about with it. And I'm hoping either A Leaf the sloth comes back like a, a roaming vendor, and you can buy them from them even after the Nature Day event, or be their DIY things that you can like craft with your uh weeds and whatever flowers or whatever you have. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I mean, like, even if you don't like, just sell, sell, um, like, um, saplings or whatever, whatever, like, whatever the yeah. bush equivalent of a sapling is. Yeah. I mean, or, like, let me go to a li- island and dig them up the way I can dig up trees and yeah. flowers.
2: Yeah, if you're lucky enough. I never get lucky with new stuff on islands. Um,
0: I mean, I feel like that game is predisposed to give you islands with fruit that you already have.
2: It's For me, it's not even fruit that drives me nuts. It's flowers. I have never seen a rose. Oh, I've, really? Yeah, I've never seen a rose. I've ne- I went to six islands yesterday. And all of them had lilies and pansies, which were my native flowers.
0: Yeah, like that's I see those the most. Um, what I do when I go to people's islands, especially for like selling turnips and stuff like that. Yeah, I um I I take a look in their uh, yeah. their closet to see if, like what seeds they sell. Yeah, I started doing that because seeds and um floor and wallpaper. I
2: yeah yeah. I, I never really bother with floor and wallpaper. It's more seeds. I don't really care what the inside of my house looks like. I just want my island to look nice.
0: See, I, I want my I want the inside of my house to look cool. Yeah, I I do. I, I want those it, happy. I want the happy home uh, association to uh to I, give I, me all all the fucking things. I've gotten <laughs> all the plaque. I've gotten a gold
2: placard and a silver placard and everything. So so have I. I don't need any more placards.
0: No, there's I've a got- platinum. Is is there? I I believe so. There better be. I have a spot I, for four pla- placards. I usually only
2: get them after I upgrade my house.
0: So it's it's every Sunday. Okay. Like, every Sunday your house gets raided.
2: Okay, I guess then I just only ever get upgrade my house on Saturdays. Um, but along with the bushes and the Nature Day event, they're adding a museum expansion, which is pretty sweet.
0: Yep, and the ability to buy artwork from a dude on a boat.
2: Yeah, so, and I think it's at the back of everyone's island, there's a uh, a, a small little... Um, beach and I think that's where he's gonna show up
0: oh, I thought it was I, I thought it was gonna be off the dock
2: the I, I hope not because the pier has a spot that the pier is a spot that specific things um, spawn at specific fish spawn at that are generally kind of rare like tuna and um bluefin or tuna and swordfish only spawn at the pier so if you take oh, up really? that spot yeah so if you take up that spot for an entire day, I can't catch swordfish or tuna for that entire day.
0: Sounds like a personal problem.
2: Uh, I mean, I already have them, so I don't need them anymore, but...
0: That's good to know, though. I, ha- I haven't actually gone looking. Yeah. Like, I don't normally fish
2: off of there. You, uh, well, tuna and swordfish is the last month to get them until next year. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a pirate that comes on a pirate ship. You can buy artwork.
0: I wonder if they'll eventually offer a way to, like, discover the artwork yourself. Like, maybe, like, Like, you know, like, you can do, like, the island excursions where you can, like, go to an island and, like, you know, find some fossils and stuff like that and get other fish. It would be cool if either when you go to islands, fishing occasionally pulls up artwork. Yeah. The same way you can pull up trash.
2: Or, or like, maybe you pull a treasure map that you bring to the shop or or to the airport and they take you to an island that has artwork on there instead, which would be pretty cool. Instead of just buying artwork, which is pretty lame.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah um, but yeah and then um, I think it was just the two new NPCs right it was just the the sloth selling bushes and the pirate I, I didn't watch the video I would
2: guess so um, I didn't get a chance to watch a video so I'm not really sure and I guess what are the new items just the um, the, the the nature day event stuff the bushes and yeah and the art so it, yeah the, I, I like that like we're, we got two technically two updates within a month of the game release, month month and a half of the game release, because we're we got two seasonal events shortly after the game came out. Although there was a little mi- like mess up with with the Bunny Day, they fixed that as soon as they could. Um, yeah, that is
0: very true. They yeah. they definitely fixed the um the awful um
2: the the, the I stopped playing egg basically
0: ratio shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: like I like for that week, I would log on, go to the Nook terminal. And then go home and stop playing, because I, there was no point in me actually doing stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm excited for this update, and it comes out uh, on Friday, I think.
0: Yeah, I believe it was this Friday. Um, out of curiosity, what what rating is your island at?
2: I am a four-star, and she keeps telling me to put stuff down.
0: So. Yeah, so I'm at four-star, and yesterday I was told I needed more trees and flowers. Okay. So I planted a bunch of trees and flowers. today it was like we need more decorations
2: yeah so she she keeps telling me i need more decorations which i'm still plotting the layout of my island i'm moving everything over the next couple of days so that i have more free space in the background to plot like more parks or whatever or more themed areas
0: yeah i have like i made like a little like garden sort of thing like in my like northwest corner like it it passes over, like, a waterfall, and it's got, like, a stone fence all the way around it and some, like, benches and statues and everything. Yeah. Um. But then where where my campground is, I'm trying to kind of build out around there. Yeah. So, like, I'm putting, like, a little, like, amusement district with, like... I, I put, like, the wooden floor stuff down there, and, like, yeah. I'm putting, like, as many, like, attraction-y things as I can find over there.
2: I put I put four... Uh, villagers in in one spot in in, in on the uh, west side of my island, and I have the other four. Yeah, it's four on the west side, and now there's six on the east side. So I now I need to move those four on the west side to the east side so that I have that open space to do stuff with, and then I I need to transplant some of my coconut trees from one from the eastern beaches to the western beaches so i can use the eastern beaches as like a hangout beach and the western beaches as other stuff i'm i'm completely reorganizing my entire island it just sucks that i can only move one
0: place a day yeah so i'm not i don't love where all of the houses are for my people but because that it's expensive and takes a long time i decided to kind of like deal with that and instead i just I moved all of the trees.
2: Yeah, I've been I, <laughs> I realized I, I was afraid to do stuff because I had so many trees and I didn't want to cut down trees. But then I realized after laying down paths and moving trees around how much free space I actually have because my trees are now located in certain areas and not so spread out.
0: Yeah, like my like that main area of mine doesn't have a ton of trees. It's got like enough. Yeah, but like I have like an orchard of orange and peach trees yeah. up on like the third level of a cliff. And the I... other third level, I'm going to put um, the cherry and pear trees. Yeah. And then, like, everything else is just kind of, like, trees for decoration and flowers for decoration of, like, different fruit and hardwood trees and stuff. I have
2: so many fossils, I started putting some of them around my, um, uh, what's it called? Around my, my museum. And I have Godzilla with all my fossils.
0: See, I, I sell that shit immediately if, um, Blathers doesn't want it.
2: See, I don't, because... Maybe people might need them. Like, I need two fossils left. Don't know when I'm ever going to get them. Because I go every day without getting almost every... Well, no. Now it's pretty much every day without getting a new fossil. Because I only have two left.
0: You see, I don't actually pay attention to what I... Like, I don't know how close I am to finishing the museum for anything. I just... If I catch... I fill up my bag with, like, bugs and fish and fossils. And usually I'll hold on the fossils for, like, three or four days before I get them assessed. This way I have, like, a bag full of them, essentially. Okay. And then I'll, I'll get them assessed, and I'll offer to donate them. I'll donate whichever ones he's taking, and then I just go sell the rest because I need bells to buy things to make my island a five-star.
2: I I, um, I have so many things in my storage that I have them just dropped on the ground right now and not placed because I'm trying to get rid of them. Nice. They're, like, duplicates or triplicates of things that I, I already had. Like, I have so many fossils... Like I have four spinosaurus fossil, uh, spinosaurus head fossil. It's nuts.
0: Yeah, like I, if I get like a DIY recipe, I'll usually throw in that group chat. Like, hey, does anybody want such and such? Yeah. If nobody responds. I just sell them. Yeah. Because like I... you, you can't put that stuff in storage, so it just takes up space. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna sell this then.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But anyway, moving away from Animal Crossing, do either of you guys remember a little game? about six years ago called wild no Va- vaguely so it was michelle Ansel's game that was shown at i want to say it was e3 2014 um it was no, I, I think was it was paris games week it if was it's... there was a demo for it at paris games week 2015 okay but it was like it was like a prehistoric setting it seemed it it looked very good at the time but it was also just like a pre-rendered like cutscene demo sort of thing. And mm-hmm. Paris Games Week was a non-playable demo. So but so it's been five years since that game has even been seen.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and Michel Ancel, is, he, he, he's most known for working with Ubisoft for um, Beyond Good and Evil and Rayman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's his studio, Wild Sheep, is what's been working on it. And out of nowhere, their website updated with new concept art for this game. After, like, a complete blackout of anything for five years.
2: Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently that game is still in development. And while concept art isn't much, um, this is likely going to be a next gen game.
2: Yeah, at this point, I I don't doubt it. Just, I just like I, Beyond Good and Evil too. <laughs> I just hope it's a next gen game, next gen game with next gen graphics and shit, and not like a next gen game with a PS4 shit. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like with like. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week with Final Fantasy VII and graphically. I'm like, I feel like this is more a PS3 game than it is a PS4 game type of thing. Like they they'd been working on it for so long that they they just used everything they had from the previous gen and didn't really up-res much or up.
0: Well, to be fair, Final Fantasy VII wasn't being worked on, on the PS3 as far as we know. Uh, I think it was. I don't. Square <laughs> was so against making that game for so long. And yeah. then, they re- then they realize they don't have any other ideas for games, so they're like, let's just mm-hmm. do this. People yeah. have been asking for this. Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, that's that's cool that it's coming back. Uh, I know nothing about it, except for what you Nobody said. Nobody does.
0: Nobody knows anything about it. No one even knows what it's going to be. No. But the fact that it's been fucking just completely gone for five years to just pop back, it wasn't even like a major update. Like, if you didn't go to their website, you would have never known it happened. Yeah. That's, like it's, that's amazing. It's insane. Uh, but they, they were apparently also hiring people for the game back in, like, February. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that, that was just a quick little one I thought we'd bring up. Um, this is also probably quick-ish. HBO Max is officially going to be launching on May 27th. Oh, nice. Um, so, Rich, because you still have your HBO subscription, you should just be rolled into it. Which is nice. Um. So you'll be able to watch, I guess, Friends.
2: Yeah, I get to finally <laughs> watch that again. Yay! Um, eventually,
0: they'll have all the Studio Ghibli movies, which is all.
2: Awesome. Um, yeah, and it, oh no, it's Universal that's getting The Office. When The Office. Is yeah, Netflix. and I mean,
0: th- there's going to be some romantic comedy series with Anna Kendrick you can start watching. I love Anna Kendrick. She's my girl. She is. She is generally a fun in most of the movies I've seen her in. Yes. Even like uh, Pitch Perfect. Like this Pitch Perfect movies aren't bad. No. Um, and she's super snarky in them
2: yeah she's great in them I love her uh but yeah that's, Drew, that's which a one is your favorite
0: pitch per- perfect movie the f- second one the one with the um the green bay packers at the the um, oh yeah totally riff off yep yeah
2: I, did i see the second i know I saw the first one I might have seen the second one I never saw the third i know that
0: so in the second one they they, they get disgraced as a um, an acapella group Yeah. And so they have to go to, like, these, like, weird underground competitions to get invited to, like, a major (laughs) competition. Yeah. But in one of them, they're having, like, a riff-off in in an empty pool in, like, a basement. And, like, it's the, one of the other teams going against them is, like, the defensive line of the Green Bay (laughs) Packers. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's the weirdest fucking thing.
2: That reminds me. I, not football at all but uh we were talking about animal crossing drew since you guys are probably going to be getting animal crossing i'm gonna need to buy you uh in my shop right now there's wrestling shoes
1: oh i'm sure i mean i've seen like wrestling rings and there was yeah. a lot of stuff recently yeah especially with wrestlemania happening uh like I saw lots of images of people like setting up wrestling rings. Yeah, yeah. i ha- i had arenas. a corner of a wrestling ring fall out of a tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I think in the original Animal Crossing, I had a corner of a wrestling ring for a long time. and never got the other four, other three. Um, Slacker. Yeah, but I'll, I'll buy those wrestling shoes so that when you get Animal Crossing, I can send them to.
1: I mean, uh, you go. You'll be able to send them to Sarah. I'll send them to whoever. You're going to play it too? Probably not. Don't don't
0: don't be that guy. Just have fun. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I'll have fun. I'll be playing Apex or I mean, I plan on buying the FF7 remake this weekend as well. While she's that, playing whatever on her Switch. That is a very good game
0: and yes. it's, at, it's at least like 35 to 40 hours of your life.
2: Uh, it took me 39 to beat it my first playthrough, and uh, my second playthrough, I am past where Cobb is. I'm climbing climbing up to get the Shinra Tower at about six hours. <laughs> because that's how many goddamn cutscenes there are in that game.
0: Wait, so you, you've gotten that far in six hours of yes. playing. So is New Game Plus that much faster? I, I skip everything. Oh, yeah, I guess you wouldn't need to watch any like, of the cutscenes. There you just are, skip them all.
2: Like, Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Is an interactive movie?
0: Yeah, but borderline. It,
2: it is. There's a lot, like yeah, there's quests and stuff, and you can have some long periods of playtime without like cutscenes in general. But it's more so than not. It you get cut up with a lot of like cutscenes and shit that you're not playing.
0: Well, they they also do a lot of like undercover um loading. So yeah. that that game does a lot of force slow walking and squeezing through tight places as a way to hide the loading
2: but i like that stuff isn't really as common as as you make it sound like there's a
0: lot of slow walking there are a lot of points in that game where you can't run yeah i mean the 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 crawling through things not as much but like that game forces you to walk at a slow pace a lot and like it's honestly like there's usually dialogue happening so it's an it's honestly a good way to hide that they're trying to load the next area of the game without yeah. just giving you a straight loading.
2: Yeah. Because um, when you do have to load, my god, are the load times bad. Yeah. Like, it, like I, if you die and restart from the battle, it's probably about a minute to a minute and a half load time. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's not terrible, but that's still pretty yeah. bad.
0: I, at one point, during something, um, got to a vending machine and... I got distracted while doing stuff in the vending machine and accidentally started selling all of my ethers when I thought I was buying them. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Um, so I ended up just loading my last save, which was 30 seconds before I did that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it took like three minutes to load that save.
2: Yeah. Loading is rough in that game. But,
0: I mean, the, the areas are huge, so yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it. H- so we kind of skipped around a little bit more. HBO Max again, May 27th. Um it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Like like it for $15 the fact that you're getting new content with the existing HBO subscription. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool of them. Like yeah. I ex- I very much expected that to have just been bumped up to accommodate the extra stuff. Um it's definitely for me at least not something that I will subscribe to on an ongoing basis. But especially once they get all the the Studio Ghibli stuff, I will most likely sign up for at least a month or two to kind of, like, watch what I... Watch the original stuff on there that I want to watch and some of, like, the movies and stuff that'll be available.
2: Yeah, I'm currently signed up for it, and I, I don't use it really at all, but I don't hate that I'm on there just in case I want to. Like, I have been wanting to go back and watch some stuff, and I've been watching a lot more now that I've been unemployed, but, like... I could have potentially watch different movies that I that aren't on Netflix or or Hulu or whatever. So it's nice just to have in
0: the back pocket. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, and plus, since they will eventually have all the Studio Ghibli movies, it's even nicer to have in the back pocket.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah. So now Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Um. Drew, this is this is a loaded question for you.
1: How much do you actually care about spoilers for Final Fantasy VII? Oh, a game that I. Uh, played multiple times twenty years ago, not at all. Okay. Um. So also, the, you know, my my general thing on spoilers is I don't give a fuck. I know, but I also know that like
0: you have you were generally a a, a fan of Final Fantasy VII, the original. Uh-huh. So I didn't know if you were trying to keep um keep any of the new stuff or kind of like the flow of the game minimal.
1: Not really. I I haven't got like. Giant Bomb posted a spoiler cast. I haven't gone and listened to it, mostly just because of... With all the quarantine, I've been in a music mode and not so much a podcast mode. But yeah. it not for a, oh no, I don't want to know anything about Final Fantasy Seven Remake.
0: So, I haven't beat it yet, as Richie was saying before, he has. I would definitely recommend, though, like, try to go into it kind of as blind as you can. Because while, yes, it is still the Final Fantasy Seven story, they have sort of expanded and... Rich could tell us more, but I don't want him to. Apparently the ending is very different than what we would have expected. I just cannot
2: wait for you guys to beat this damn game so I can talk about it. Like,
0: oh my god. Like, I mean, one of the best things that they did do, though, was they're expanding on characters that didn't have any character to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesse, Wedge, and Biggs are, like, pretty much fully developed characters that you actually you feel legitimately fucking bad that they all die yeah and like B- biggs was probably the one that impacted the least i don't know if you would agree with that rich
2: um yeah i mean he, he his interactions in the early part of the game you didn't really get until you were with Aerith, and you find out like how he, much of a kind-hearted person he is
0: yeah like not that he's not like a like he was a good character i liked him yeah but like him dying was just kind of like oh that's a bummer yeah. But then, like, you get a little higher on the tower and Jesse fucking dies basically in your arms. Yeah. And then everything goes to shit and you literally watch Wedge fucking die while he's trying to save his cats. Yeah. And it's just like, man, the two nicest characters are fucking dead. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, or I yeah. guess the three
0: nicest characters like, are like
2: dead. Like, I I said this last week and you could probably commiserate it, commiserate with it now. Like, they really built up how horrible this plate dropping was in this one. Like, in the original game, I didn't fully understand the plate dropping, and I thought it was just like like pretty much a door closing on the ground, and everyone underneath was like dead. a trash compactor. Yeah, but like every but like no, anyone above and below this thing likely have died. Like yeah. if the, if above was a residential area, like that's gone they too. Were sec- like,
0: Sector Seven was a residential area. Like they yeah. all were. Like, but, they
2: really strongly showed you how messed up Shinra is for doing that.
0: Yeah, the thing that I, I I especially don't get now, after, after like, playing through that part, why the fuck is there even an option to blow the support strut away? Like, why is that an option? That's That seems like the worst fucking idea. Like, uh, either that plate's gonna fall and kill everybody, or it's not. You don't build in a way to just fucking do it on a whim in your fucking tower.
2: Unless there's like I don't uh, unless there's something going on in that sector that's like if you don't stop it now it's gonna spread to the rest of them type of thing like I mean that's avalanche (laughs) what well yeah (laughs) avalanche but more so like um and I know this is going too far into sci-fi but in uh in Lost in Space season two there was an organism that immediately turned metal into rust say for instance that organism found its way onto Sector 7 plate, and if you don't stop it, it's going to eat away all the rest of the plates and make them all fall, you drop the plate. And, like, yeah, y- you kill the ma- you kill a few to save the many.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I-, I see what you're going but, for there, but it's just, I don't know, it seems kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no, it makes no sense. But also the fact that there's
2: one pillar that supports the entire plate.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, like that's, um, that's what's more insane to me.
0: So... I don't know if if you did this or caught it or not. Um, do you know when you fight Reno and Rude that if you control air or, um, Tifa, um, Rude does not attack you with his full range of skills? No, hmm. I did not know that. So, Drew, I don't know if you remember, but, like, Rude obviously had a crush on Tifa in the original. Yes. Um, so they play that up in this one where there, there's a, a brief scene before that fight where, like, Rude... Very obviously, avoids shooting at them when Tifa is there. I didn't um, even realize. I, I really then, yeah. didn't
2: even think about that when that so happened.
0: If you take out Reno first and then switch and basically exclusively control Tifa, he will not attack you with all of his abilities.
2: Oh. Wow. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I like that they did that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think about that. Like when he stopped them from firing, from killing Cloud and T. When he stopped Reno from killing Cloud and Tifa on the on the steps, I was just like, oh, well, he's going to make sure that they get to the top to make it seem like they're the ones who blow up the plate. It makes sense. I didn't even think about, like, because I've never beaten the original Final Fantasy seven, so I didn't realize that well, I mean, Rude the, the, had...
0: Yeah, the Turks, kind, like, all that stuff is also very early on in that game, too. Like it, So at, at that tower fight in the original, Rude does not attack Tifa unless she's the only person left alive. Or a okay. week or whatever. Okay. Like he will exclusively attack um Barry and Cloud until he has no other option. Oh. Um, I didn't
2: know that. I didn't realize yeah. that.
0: But like the Turks don't make it through the whole original game. Like eventually they sort of take a back seat to like all of like the actual threats going on. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I, I, I am just past that. Like the plate just fell. Yeah. I just watched all of all of my friends die. Um and yeah, that that was rough. But the wall sh- the the Walmart stuff was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, the wall market was fun. Um, what what side quests did you do? I did all of them. Well, no. Which ones did you do with Cloud? Uh, solo.
0: Um,
2: did, I mean, but when I say that, I mean when you fought in the arena the second time for the special match. Yeah. What did you fight? Oh, um, bombs. Okay, my first time I fought the Shredder again. Oh, really? So dependent on like your answers to Sam, I guess his name, the 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 Chocobo guy. Yeah dependent on your answers to him about Tifa and whether or not you follow Johnny determines what side quests you do. So and that determines what dress Cloud gets.
0: Yeah, so I got the, I got the very fancy dress and mm-hmm. got picked by Don Quinero I think
2: Cloud always gets
0: picked. Oh, does Don. he?
2: Yeah, because I got I got the, the 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 other like a different dress that's not as fancy and I got Cloud still got picked. Like Aerith oh, yeah. had a Aerith had a better dress than Cloud did, and Cloud still got picked.
0: You know what? They probably did do that because that's a very like you had the scene between Aeris and Tifa. Yeah. Um, is probably more pragmatic to the plot than yeah having Cloud be involved in that instead, and one of them being in the room. Yeah, true. But I did appreciate and Drew when you get to this, you'll appreciate it. Do you remember like you remember the the Wall Market stuff, right? Like to get mm-hmm. Cloud picked. Yep. Um, so they give you at a certain point, a twist on that sort of quest chain. So like okay. where, you, where you have to like get the dress designer who's drunk at the bar and get yeah. the medicine for the dude who's pooping and get the item from the, um, the vending machine for the materia dude. Like they kind of do all of that. Um, it's just, it's set up differently and it's a little more, um, natural, I guess you'd say. Okay. Like. You don't just happen to walk into somebody and they tell you, like, hey, can you go give this medicine to somebody? Like, the plot kind of leads you through it if you do all the side quests in Wall, wall Market. Okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, it was just, I thought that was very cool because I'm like, uh, these are all the quests I remember. I remember doing these things to get all the different pieces. Um, and you even have, um, you even do the, squ- the squat contest and um, the material guy is laying down just like he is in the original game. Like, he kind of, like, sits up to talk to you and then lays back down. Good. Um, I will say that massage scene is <laughs> super um, weird and uncomfortable.
2: Also, what determines the dress is what price point you pay for the massage.
0: So oh, yeah, go... I I went with the high ones. I'm just yeah. like I don't know what this is, but these games are usually like you spend the more money for the better thing. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I it,
2: if you don't follow Johnny, you don't do all of that dress. You do a okay. Different, you do a set of quests with. The Angel of the Slums. Instead oh, really? Of, instead of doing all that original dress side stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I, I I have enjoyed so far where I'm at. Um, a couple of the boss fights were like aggravating, like the um the the Abzu underneath
1: Cornero's thing. Abzu. Yeah. That it... that thing fucked me up pretty bad. That that fight is can be rough in the original game.
0: Yeah it's um so remember in the original game he'd had that like tidal wave attack that like attacks everybody um he does that in this one too and it fucking hit everybody and put me in a real bad place for a while and took me a, took took me a few minutes to like be able to recover myself in a way where i could actually keep fighting so, it was a lot it was a lot of Eris just running around in circles while i tried to get my atb gauge up enough to resurrect and then heal everybody
2: so in my hard mode playthrough the hardest fight so far has been Ghost House.
0: That was a hard fight, too. It took me a, a couple minutes to, like, figure out the uh, the pattern for it. But once I kind of, like, figured out sort of, like, what it was doing, I, I I got a pretty good flow with it. The the reason it's hard in hard mode,
2: I don't remember if they did this in normal, but in hard mode, at least, he has a move uh, called House Gasts or whatever. He drops down three Tonberries.
0: No, that, that oh. never happened.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the, but these Tonberries are weakened. Um, Kind of potential spoiler, you do fight a singular Tonberry later on as a side quest, which... But Tonberries in any version of Final Fantasy have a one-hit kill no matter how much health you have.
0: Yeah, if they get to you... Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: This thing drops three of them, and you're fighting him with just Cloud and Aerith. So, that that fight... Has been my hard... Like I had trouble with um the ghost in in the train graveyard. Not no, the, the not both of them, but the first ghost. Yeah, the very first time he's played a ghost,
0: and it's basically like, well, if you hit him with magic, he no, no, the boss ghost. The boss. Okay, so the the one in the control room. Yes. The one that that would phase in and out, and he would teleport yeah. around the room and stuff.
2: I had such a hard time with that boss in the original in like my normal playthrough, but on hard playthrough. Now that I understand the mechanics more, a lot of these fights are easier.
0: Yeah, so I had more trouble with the very first ghost you have to fight than with that ghost boss because they kept, um, every time I- So I would attack with Cloud and then go to use magic and fucking, like, Aerith would hit him with, like, a regular- one of her regular magic attacks. Yeah. Which would flip what he was guarding against and I would get reflected fire.
2: Yeah. There's, um- there's a variant type of those ghosts later on that are a pain in the ass as well and um, the the hardest variant monster if I remember I can't remember their name of them but like they're like kind of lizard alien things that have like four or six arms and they're skinny um, I can't remember their name I don't know if I'm explaining it the best for you to know what they are but there's a variant of them that don't take damage. Unless you interrupt and and a specific move that they're doing, or then they split into a second one, and you have to kill the second one, and then the first one takes damage. Ugh. Yeah. That's, that's a rough. No thanks. Fight. It's rough. It's, I, it's, it's not really hard, but it's a pain in the ass, because like, if you, if you're not, if you don't understand that, you're, you're just gonna be sitting there swinging it. Like, they do take damage. It's just very minimal. And when you, um, uh pressure them or break uh, uh stagger them, their stagger bar goes down almost
0: immediately. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I will hopefully this weekend goes well and I will be able to get through the rest of it. Yeah. Um the work week has just been hectic and by the time we had a we had a not client that got hit with ransomware that has now become a client. But oh, like boy. this whole week and the end of last week has all been rebuilding their entire environment basically from scratch yeah so by the time i'm done work like i don't i'm too tired to want to actually like play a game that like i want that i'm invested in yes that way so like i've been like watching a lot of tv and like playing animal crossing because that game like doesn't really need your full attention yeah Mm -hmm. um but so you played a couple other things too it looks like
2: uh yeah i only played uh one other thing uh it's a game i i bought a while back on steam it's called seven days to die it is a um uh sandbox zombie survival game where uh like similar to a bunch of the other like sandbox type games you're dropped with nothing you then have to punch to make punch trees to get wood and stone to make axes and blah 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 um the game is on a, a time basis where i i guess it's like every minute is an hour uh, generally, that's how those games work. Every minute or two is an hour or something like that. Um, but every night at ten o'clock at night game time the the zombies become more rampant and wild and they run. but then at four o'clock starting at four o'clock in the morning, they don't run and they're slow they're 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 stumbling zombies and every seven days is a horde night where just hordes of zombies come after you. So you have to spend your... So every seven days, throughout the seven days, you have to spend time building up a base, putting up a base together with you and whoever you're playing with, and then on the seventh day, defend, like, your base and kill all the zombies coming at you. Um, the game isn't graphically impressive. It's from 2017. It was, like, it's an indie-type game, um, so everything's, like, boxed. It's more, like, kind of like a Counter-Strike-type kind of, uh, graphics. Um... But, like, some of the cool things they have in it is they do have uh, a support engine for... So, if you're in a building and they break all the boxes at the bottom, the building will crumble. It's, it's like, it won't just stay all hovering because, like, you have to destroy all the boxes. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. you need to find, for the Horde Knights, you need to find a building that's not just wood where they can easily destroy it all. You need to find, like, more like a concrete building or somewhere... Where zombies can't get to you and you can funnel them in because they'll just attack the building that you're in to make to, to break through to get to you. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. I I love these kinds of like sandboxy games like Terraria, Starbound, it's it's stuff like that. Except this one's 3D, not 2D, and it's um it's zombie-based with this cool like horde mode thing. Um I played it for probably about 15 hours over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, well it was uh me 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 shahed nick and anthony played it for uh, probably about eight hours on saturday and then me anthony and nick played it again for probably about four took a break and then played again for another like four later on on yeah so we we played a lot of it it's it's really cool i like it i don't think it's that much on steam right now it's not too expensive um but it's it's also like we play on a personal on Nick's personal server, so I can only play when he's playing, unless I want to play like my own game by myself or join somebody else's server. But it's like Ark, where like if I'm not on, somebody can come raid my base and like I I lose everything.
0: Well, maybe you should just play all the time.
2: I I, I can't do that. I mean, I could right now, but I'm not gonna. That, that game is very like nerve wracking sometimes because the, the, the zombies come out of nowhere occasionally. It's pretty cool, though. I I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah. Um, I also uh, caved yesterday. Uh, Sony's doing their uh, spring sale. I caved and I bought the Kingdom Hearts full story bundle. Nice. (laughs) So that is Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, 2.8, and 3.
0: And I believe it is actually the 1.5, 2.5... HD Remix, Final Mix, or something like that. I guess. Yeah. And, um, it's 2.8, a fragmentary Passage. I guess, yeah. Because fuck Kingdom Hearts titles. So,
2: so, like, the 1.5 and 2.5 were about 50 gigs. 2.8 was about 30 gigs. And then 3 was, I don't know how much 3 is, but... Well,
0: I think 2.8 has some of the same games as 1.5 and 2.5. Okay. Um, I think, I think the thing that you need out of 2.8... Is like the prequel that's part of Birth by Sleep and maybe Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, and then the the other one, the one point two two, the one point five two point five is like one two and the cutscenes from like two three sixty five by two days or something yeah. like. that.
2: like it, it's um, very weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna go online probably tonight or tomorrow and find out like how I should play everything.
0: So just start with Game Hearts one. Well, yeah, but like, and just keep in mind, Birth by Sleep is a prequel, so most, so some things you'll see online tell you to play that first. Yeah, but like, I, I, I wanna, think it's better to play that later. Yeah, I I would kind of rather just play
2: it like release order, but I also want to know: is there anything I don't have to play or watch? Like, this is a lot of shit to 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 get into.
0: So I think you really, you legitimately probably only have to play one, two, three, and Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Um, watching the cutscenes from whichever one is just cutscenes probably isn't too bad. Yeah. And you can almost definitely find like story recaps for like Dream Drop Distance and I'm forgetting a game and I don't remember what game I'm forgetting. Oh, um, Chain of Memories. Yeah. Actually, I think Chain of Memories is the one that is all cutscenes and maybe the 365 by two days is something else. It's yeah. actually the game. But... Um,
2: but, I mean, it's a great price. It was like 30 something bucks for all of them. Where it's ninety nine for the bundle, just without the sale. So I got it for an awesome price. Uh, I, I I'm not mad for for doing that, and I have at least two weeks of like no work still. So uh, I should be able to get through most of them.
0: Are you expecting to get back to work?
2: Uh, I have an interview on May seventh. So nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So I might have a job coming the that's a thursday so pro- i potentially could have a, a new job that monday if, well, if they hire Good luck me. yeah thanks so i've got two weeks two weeks from tomorrow to to beat all of them i should be able to do it i was able to beat final fantasy 7 in four days so um but i also uh drew you might enjoy this and i'm gonna I, i'm gonna do a quick uh share screen um sure Share. Is it working for you guys? No. Um. Still, just see your
0: face. Also, I apologize if you guys hear like a weird sort of moany snory sound. Um. Ben <laughs> is sleeping <laughs> next to me, and he's a, he is a loud sleeper.
2: Oh, Ben. So okay. I'm, right. I'm I'm sharing my screen. You should see.
0: Uh-huh. It. I said We see the yeah. Do yes. now.
2: I fussed around on roll twenty, <laughs> and nice. I have set up Drew mine and your D and D campaign uh, with uh, Erica. So that our next session is pretty much set up, and I I went through a tutorial which I watched forever ago, and I rewatched and played around with. And um, our our next session should be fully set up. I God, even you have, guys are nerds. I even I, have tokens and everything for everybody.
1: I've been meaning to get on there and get all that updated, but like I, like I said, I've been working so much that by the time I've been done working, I've been just. Nope, I'm done. I'm done yeah. looking. I'm done braining for the day and doing anything.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, but like, I uploaded all our maps or all the maps I need. Um, I think I spent total of probably like three hours doing a lot of this. Um, I have some writing and stuff to do as well. Still, but, when are you guys playing? Uh, not this Friday. No, uh, I'm <laughs> not, not. I'm still not fully prepared. I need everybody's character
1: sheet. So, Drew, after we're done, maybe we can talk about this. Um, but Since my hope- PC's on, I might actually do it. It's the first time my PC's been on in a month. Yeah. But, have, you, uh, have you not
0: been working from home at all?
1: No, I've been working from home, but they gave me a laptop and shit. Oh, nice. I'm not using my... I, I literally could not use my own PC to do my work. Oh, okay. That's
2: fair. Yeah, but uh, check out Roll20 for your D&D stuff. I, I, I've learned yeah. it. It's not hard to learn. Um really I'm the only one who really needs to know how to do stuff.
1: Uh I might have my character already on Roll20. Um
2: but uh, I I'll, I'll I'll throw you a link and we can set up your character after we're done this. But I, I did fuss around with Roll20 and it's a cool it's a cool system especially if uh during this um uh what's it called uh social distancing age. Mhm. Uh, but that's that's really all I did this week besides
0: yard work. Drew, Since you since you have been out the last couple of weeks anything um anything interesting you want to talk about? Uh,
1: I mean, I guess the only like relevant thing beyond playing a fuck ton more Apex is uh Sarah and I actually finally watched Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, nice. What did you think? It was I thought the story was really good. Uh I liked basically like I liked all the characters and all the story. Sometimes the animation was incredibly jarring.
0: Well, have
2: you you seen what they did with the animation? That was probably on purpose. Uh,
1: well, it was especially in scenes where it was probably originally in 3D, but, like, there were times where it looked like shit, and just really off to where it was almost nauseating to watch
2: at times. You know that Miles was in a lesser frame rate than everyone else, right? Uh,
1: it's not even the frame rate thing. It it was literally the just the quality of the image it was spots where you could t- like seriously you could it was it had that a blurred out look that like made it seem like it was supposed to be in 3D but it's not okay and but- it just looked real bad but like i liked when... All the different Spider-Men would be on screen and they have all their own distinct art styles. Yeah. Which, which that was very cool. But then there were a lot of times just throughout it where I don't know if it was just that changing to 3D stuff or just other minor tweaks in the art style as it went that, like, I was interested in because I had heard about, but then in hindsight was like, I wish they didn't do that. You see, I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. So I honestly
0: don't remember like a lot of the aesthetics of it. But I do remember that like Miles was at a different frame rate. So it made certain scenes with him feel weird because it kind of almost it it affects your perception of like the rest of the image, too. Especially Mm. if like especially if it's like him and Pete in the same frame, because he would his, his motions were choppier than Pete's were. Um, And it's just as the movie progresses, his frame rate, like, increases because he is getting more confident with his abilities. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a cool idea, but, yeah. I've thought about rewatching that a few times because I know it's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what we watched it on. And like I said, I liked it, but overall, but there were times that I could have done without some of the art style choices.
2: I can
0: understand that. Um, Also,
1: Rich, you are incredibly close to
0: your camera. Yeah,
2: I'm reading something.
0: Oh. This is not time to read.
2: I was looking up into the Spider Verse stuff. Okay, relax.
1: Um, anything else, though, Drew? Uh, no, that's been it. Like seriously, I I have worked all but one day since April sixth. Wait, like you've even been working weekends? Yep. Oh, the man. only day, the only day I have not worked at least four and a half hours was Saturday.
0: So at the very least, you're you have some nice paycheck.
1: Yeah, and sure. like the weekend of Easter was all double pay oh that's awesome (laughs) although we didn't get told that until like midway actually i think late in the day on saturday they told us hey tomorrow will be double pay also all the hours from today were double pay and i'm like well i might have worked more than four and a half hours if i knew it was going to be double pay yeah i think i I want you to know that also, I feel like at that point, that on was, purpose. I was 55 hours into working for that week, so oh, man. fuck it, I was done anyway. Yeah, that's, like, overtime is awesome, but at a certain point, like, you, I mean, like, right now we're
0: in that weird spot where, like, you can't really do much else anyway. Like, it's not like you'd be, like, going out to eat or something like that. yeah. But, like, at the but, same time, you still need to be able to, like, relax and decompress
1: and shit. It, exactly. And, like, for me, working from home and being able to work overtime means, like, I get on and start working at 6 in the morning. Like, I'm trying to work 6 to 4 instead of 8 to 6. Yeah. Like, which, I, I'll I'll add the two hours on overtime to start the day instead of the end.
0: Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same way with stuff. Like, I prefer to get to my clients early and then be home early because... Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, if I have to wake up early to get someplace anyway, like I'm used to waking up early, like it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, that's that's a lot of fucking work to to have on. Ho- hopefully, yeah. that sort of like, hopefully that sort of like evens out sooner rather than later. And like, you don't yeah. lose all of the overtime, but like maybe you can just work a little more of a realistic schedule.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a minor nervousness after some conversation that went around today that. After this week, I don't know what the fuck we're, if I'm even going to actually have work to do at all, but we'll see if that was a real thing or just weird communication from the SBA that, so they had that whole paycheck protection program thing for companies to keep employees. There was talk that with the second round of funding, it's also just going into their regular loan funding, like for the SBA's budget for the year. And then once that's out, that's it. We can't close any more SBA loans at all, which if that's the case, and then a different call we were on said, oh, well, we expect the funding for this to last two days. It's like, cool, then what do I do? Like, what happens to my job for five months? Yeah, that's so like, that's a
0: concern right there, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was why I almost like, even though I actually, I mean, I wound up working till 5 when I wanted to clock out at 4, but that's why, our, like, my head was like, well, fuck, like, am I going to have a job in a week? And I almost just noped out of doing anything for the rest of tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I can understand
1: that. that. Definitely
0: understand that. Um yeah. But yeah, I guess that is probably going to be a show for this week. Yeah, I think that's a show.
1: So, Drew, when
0: did you say you were probably going to Final
1: Fantasy? Hopefully this weekend. Okay, so probably um, next, next week we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that, get some of your opinions on it. Yeah, it, sort, it slightly depends if I get told I have to work on Saturday or not. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I plan not to work at all this weekend, but then with if this SBA funding doesn't happen until, like, Friday and they force people to work, although... My manager, like, my manager earlier in the week was cool with me only working 40 hours, but I was like, hey, I already worked eight hours on Sunday, so I'm good to work the 50. But, <laughs> yeah, but then, I, it like, fucking if they make us work this weekend and then work all next week, like, the month of April, I will have not worked three days.
0: Yeah, and I, I get the idea that, like, you don't necessarily want to drop 60 bucks on a game if you're just going to be working
1: throughout the weekend anyway. Yeah, yeah that's why I didn't buy it already because like I, I know i have to work at least 50 hours a week and i don't know that i'll have time to sink into a 50 hour video game right now yeah where that's... like apex is something i can jump on and play two rounds on a lunch break because i'm taking hour lunches most days to give myself some space from work yeah so, And uh, that's not something I could really do with, like, Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. That's kind
0: of like what I was saying before. The reason I haven't beat it is just by the time I'm done work, I'm just, I'm done. Like, I I don't want to have to, like, it's not that I don't want to play Final Fantasy, but I'm interested enough in that game and sort of, like, that spending two hours playing it at night before I'm ready to, like, go to bed is, like, well, I'm not going to pay full attention. I'm tired. I'm going to miss stuff. I'm not going to enjoy it the same way. Let's just wait until I actually have the free time to sit down and like play it for a decent chunk and enjoy it.
2: But when, yeah. I, when I beat it, I was up until four in the morning.
0: Yeah, but you've also been unemployed for like three weeks. So, fuck but, you.
2: <laughs> but on- honestly, though, um, I, whether I was unemployed or not, I probably still would have been up that late. Because I going into the ending, knowing when it's going to end, I was like, oh, it's not going to take that long. And it ended up taking that long.
0: I mean, I ended up playing for, like, ten and a half hours on Saturday. Yeah. Like, not unintentionally. Like, I started it up in the morning, and the next thing I know, it was dinner time. Yeah. And it was just because, like, that was the... So, I had left off right before the Rude fight. So, yeah. I finished that last... The, the I finished the um the Angels of the Slums side quest, fought yeah. Rude, and then played through to the plate drop. Okay. Um, with, like, a few minor breaks to, like, eat a sandwich and walk the dogs. Yeah. But, like, yeah, otherwise... That was my entire Saturday. You just and... pl-
2: playing that game, you don't realize how much time goes by. Like, I, like I said, it's like an interactive movie, but like it is so it captivating and and,
0: and yeah. intense that you just want to like, keep going. You want to see yeah. what the next scene's going to be after you get through like the tunnel of enemies yeah. or what have you.
2: And it's like for me when I because like I said, I was up till four in the morning beating it. I was just like, oh well, I I just fought Genova. It's not gonna take that long. Spoilers!
0: Now we know Genova's in it. God damn it!
2: Just, I can't wait for you guys to beat this game. Um, but I'm like, I just beat Genova, so I, I know, I, I know I'm almost done, and then there's actually a lot more. Uh, it takes a lot longer than you can expect for, for it to get to the end, basically.
0: Well, I mean, at, at least it is a game worth the $60, because, like, going into it, you, no one really knew ahead of time, like, if this is just Midgar, like, how much have they added to this game to make it worth 60 bucks? And Turns out, a lot. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, mean, I mean, they they turned a six-hour chunk of game into a 40-hour experience. Mm-hmm. So, but, I, uh...
2: I just can't wait to be able to actually freely talk about it after Cobb beats it. Um, <laughs> and, Drew, I know you don't care about spoilers. I highly, highly suggest you avoid spoilers for this. Until you beat it.
1: <laughs> it's like seriously what could it possibly do to the story of a 20 year old game i cannot tell you
0: yeah so i don't know what it is yet but i've seen enough articles online and enough tweets of people that played the game 20 years ago of i don't know what the fuck they do to this game now i don't know where this goes from here so like apparently it's a big enough deal (laughs) um but yeah i guess that will wrap us up for this week Um, If you want to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us over at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can support us by going to your favorite podcast platform, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., and subscribing to us, rating us, reviewing us, all that fun stuff. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash online or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash one quest video, and you can send us emails with questions, comments, and concerns to social at one-quest.com. And that'll do it, we're back next week with some more stuff to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. Bye.